Welcome to Rick Radio Community Newsless, episode 33. Later in the podcast, we talk with Sarah Reedy, manager of the Rings End Library. But first, we caught up with Philip Murphy from Water's Edge Drama Group to tell us about their play, The Inspector, which is on the community centre this week on Tuesday, Wednesday and Thursday evenings. Uh, Philip, uh, we normally uh, have you in uh, talking about Rowan, but it's not Rowan uh, today. Uh, it's... Uh, all about drama and a play that uh, your drama group Water's Edge uh, are going to be putting on called The Inspector um, tomorrow night, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday and um, I sp- suppose people of Rings End uh, are looking forward to it uh, it's been a while in the making yeah, uh, thanks uh, Mick for having us in for the, to have this uh, yeah, tomorrow night, Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday as Mick says, uh, it's called The Inspector Um we're part of the CDETB, <laughs> which is a class, and uh, Paul Kendi is our is our teacher, and we do a play every year. Uh, we meet on Wednesday nights and we do a play every year uh, as like the exam part of the class, but this play now has been going on for two and a half years, <laughs> so we've two and a half years of rehearsals in us. <laughs> Roughly, do you want me to tell you what the play is about, roughly? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Roughly, it's about a community centre. Not any particular community centre or anybody in any particular community centre. As it happens, we're sitting in the community centre here. <laughs> but uh, it is about a community centre. Because a lot of people in the group, we have to have it based around some sort of place where there's a lot of people involved. So there's, there's inspectors in this, obviously. A health inspector and there's... There's the, the, what you call the main person in the community centres, receptionist, there's a massage class, there's mindfulness class in it, and different things like that goes on, and it just keeps chopping and changing. Uh, I don't think Paul would mind if I, if I said it was, it's a little bit of a farce, but because um, the team music to it is the team music to uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know that programme on the telly? I don't, I have to say. Yeah, well, I think a lot of people do. And, uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's the team music to it. So uh, it'll probably run for about two hours. Yeah, there's refreshments at the beginning and at the break, I think. And we do have a bit of a draw to try pay for everything that we we, we, uh, we use and that. Like, um, we don't do it to make money. We just do it to cover the money that we charge just covers ourselves, you know, for the whole thing. So... Uh, as I say, two and a half years <laughs> in the making. In rehearsal. Tell me then, with the two and a half years, and I know that you were supposed to do this previously in the year, but COVID got in the way, as they say, yeah. uh, with it. But let's go back to two and a half years, uh, and and who wrote the play? Well, what happens in the class? We do a lot of improvs, <clears throat> and we might do improvs on a team, on a particular team, like this one actually was my idea well I know if they hear that they all go big shot but you know as I said to you we have to have we ha- it has to be based around some sort of organisation or place mm, or yeah. I mean in the past we had them on on a ship everyone went on a cruise and so during the improvs Paul Kennedy uh, plucks out a few ideas out of it out of the improvs improvs so we, we were doing a lot of improvs on say a community centre to things that might happen and an improv would could just start with someone saying to someone else, um, oh, by the way, we're in this room tonight. Oh, no, you're not in this room tonight. 
no we got this room no the girl on receptions and it could start with that you know, which happens as well which ha- I'm sure it does and actually that's not in the play and now that I'm saying it we should have like, put it in but uh, there are other things to play but that's how it comes about so he ends up scribbling down about you know 20 improvs and then and sometimes characters come out of that as well so uh, yeah actually characters in the improvs did come out and then over to Christmas Paul writes the play which is usually about 80 pages and uh, and then we, when we come back for the second half of the term, uh, we get the parts and we start working on that then. And that's another part of the education. And in all fairness, it's been a brilliant education for me. I wouldn't have been the, the sharpest knife in the drawer in school. Just school didn't agree with me. But since doing this drama, uh, it's absolutely brilliant. I'm actually, I've, I've written a small play myself. And I know now, I was only talking to a guy today saying, you know, I could I could write another small play or something like that. Would it be any good? I don't know, but I could do it. Yeah, know? brilliant, absolutely. And I've, and yeah, I've, yeah. I've written a small one during COVID. I written something small, and yeah. I'll I'll get back to it, and I'll, and I hope to put it on somewhere in a pub somewhere. Probably, I don't know. <laughs> I suppose, <clears throat> Philip, you mentioned the the CDE TB as well, and and yeah. they're putting on the class, and I suppose that's probably why they're putting on the class is it to kind of get people involved in in something that obviously they like, and perhaps it brings out you know, better yeah. things in them that, that they wouldn't have an opportunity to do otherwise. It does, and like lots of the people be lost without this. It, like, I've seen people who are unbelievably shy, like, and being able to stand up and and and, and do a monologue or something, whatever. And uh, so that opportunity to have adult education is, is absolutely brilliant. And obviously they're all adults. And while I'm on it, they're, they're, they're always looking for new people to come to the class. So if anybody's out there and want to come to the class, uh, come along um, on a Wednesday nights and uh, down here at the community It's centre. in here in, in Rings yeah. and Irish Town Community yeah. Centre, yeah. Uh, we, we come here because we usually go, it usually goes on till about quarter to 10 at night. And if we were down in the, down in the tech, they're closed and all by then. So we wouldn't get yeah. a chance to do it properly do the class properly, you know, so, so we do it here, so it's a bit handier here. You know? What time would it start on Wednesdays normally? On Wednesdays it starts at uh, quarter to eight in the evening, but not not this Wednesday. Not this Wednesday, because the play's going on, and I, yeah. I suppose an opportunity it's, people are interested in getting involved in the class, it's water's edge, yeah. that they should perhaps come, come tomorrow to play, night or yeah. Wednesday night or Thursday night and see the play and maybe get chatting to you afterwards or something like that. Yeah, I think that the the Wednesday we'll be back here. That's no play on. Will be the twelfth because the the fifth is the um is the next Wednesday is the fifth. Yeah. So the the play will be going on that. Like yeah, as you say, Mick, uh, come to the play. You, it's probably the best two hours you've had in a long time. It's a a COVID escape. That's what it's like. We we've forgotten about all the laughs are, but I do know there's a lot of laughs and there's a lot of things that you just have to take off the cuff they're real 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 off the, you know none of none of it's serious or anything like that <laughs> not a bit of it i don't know you'll, have a, you'll have a good night so and a good enjoy in, but... the in the community t- <laughs> <laughs> tell me how many people are involved in in, in total in in, in uh, the I th- group yeah i think there's i think there's 13 in this play yeah 13 in the play yeah uh there was another guy supposed to be in it but he he backed out just as with the script was handed and I ended up getting handed his part. And, uh, so you have a couple of parts to play. I think parts every, to yeah, do, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Now, before anyone gets offended, by the way, this play was written two and a half years ago, and there's a Russian masseur in it, so he's Russian, so don't get upset about the Russian thing. It was We couldn't change. It was too late. But uh, So anyway, there's a start off. Anyone's listening to this. Somebody better be listening to it. And you, 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 you get to play, as I say, two parts totally different? Com- completely different. Uh, oh, I might as well mention the first part uh, is, is by popular demand, and this is no joke, uh, about three plays ago, four, four, no, sorry, four or five plays ago, we were doing improvs, and uh, one of the one of the women in the group, she, uh, Kay, we were to do a, a three-way improv, and I said, I just said, let's do this, this thing where one person asks a question and the other person answers, and then it goes to him, and it goes around in a triangle, right? And uh, so, it happened like that. So well, this husband and wife went into a doctor and they started talking to the doctor and uh, the, the wife was answering all the questions and the husband just nodding his head. So that those two became a character and they're Kathleen and Neville. Now people who go to our plays regularly will know Kathleen and Neville. We're like something off Coronation Street. <laughs> and uh, a couple of years ago, the, the last play I did, which is now three years ago, isn't it? No, more. Uh, I didn't want to do a Kathleen and Neville, but a lot of people asked for it. So he asked, Paul asked me again, would you do Kathleen and Neville again this year? Or well, for this play, let's say, which is two years ago. Uh, and I said, yes, yeah, so long as, so long as there's a bit of meat in it. So there is. So, uh, <laughs> so Kathleen and Neville go to council in the community centre. So there you go. <laughs> there you There's go. a little insight into the play. <laughs> into it, but for the rest of it, you have to go to it. Yeah, uh, I can't that. tell you any more. Philip, you said about two hours. What time are you starting the play at? I'm nearly sure the play starting Eight. at seven. Seven? Nearly sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be early. I, I think, well, I think we were starting at seven. Just let me see here. Yeah, we were... Yeah. Oh, no, hang on. What does that say? When we were doing it in May... Does that say 7.30, is it? Yeah, no, 7.30, but yeah, it does say 7.30, yeah. So it could be 7.30 for the... Yeah, I checked that out. I, yeah, it's probably yeah. 7.30. Get here, get here, get here, get here by 7 yeah, anyway for, 7:30. for the seat. 7.30, yeah. 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 And uh, for people who want to get tickets, are there still tickets available? There, I'm going to say just come along, Paul will kill me. <laughs> come along here uh, to the centre. Yeah. What, what, what happened was... We had sold most of the tickets, three quarters of the tickets. Yeah, and uh, the Obviously, they're still they're still, they're still valid. Valid for know, the night, yeah, yeah. For the same nights, so they're on the same nights, Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. So they're still valid for those particular nights, just a different date, obviously. And but uh, some people might be able to come, so the yeah. chances are to so be the a, chances chances are spare to be seats and that sort of thing seats. as well. The, the the Tuesday and the Wednesday is a better chance. The Thursday is always sold out. Always completely sold. Out. Boy, the last night always sold out. Yeah. Always sold out. Everyone reckons it's going to be the better night, but it's I don't know. The the plays are strange. You do the first night, everybody is so wound up that first night goes brilliant, and then you take you relax on the second night and it goes. <laughs> I was going to say <laughs> but uh, and then the third night you're back up for it again. You know, you've learned everything. But we this this is the first time we've had the opportunity to run the play. At every rehearsal we do, we run the whole play now. Yeah. Like we're, like we'll be doing it today. We we do a a, a pre, a pre show today, a full dress rehearsal today now on the upstairs, and um, then we, straight into it tomorrow night, Wednesday and Thursday. Tomorrow, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, 
the Monday is the worst day. The today is the worst day, you know, possible to be doing it. So, <laughs> and tell me for your, for yourself, like, when did you get into drama, and why did you get into it? All oh, right, <laughs> well, okay. Uh, I got into drama because my son wanted to do drama, but he didn't want to come down on his own. Mm. This was twelve years ago, I'd say. And after a year or so, he left the nice stage. New stage. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, there's a lot more to acting than people think. Uh, a lot of people look at famous actors and think, oh, they were born that way. But it's, it's a learned craft. It's a learned craft. Now, like everybody else, like everything else in the world, every other job in the world, right, like that, some people are good at it, some people are not so good, some people are whatever. And realistically, that's what it is. And that, I, I reckon that's what the arts are all about. Arts are, you know, it's a learned thing, you, have, you know, and if you're any good at it, well, you know, you'll do well, you know. A bit of hard work, though, as well, yeah. goes and into then, it, yeah. And then, like, if you're ambitious as well, now, I'm a certain age and I'm not that ambitious. I don't really want to be going anywhere. I'm happy enough doing this. Would I like to do something else? Yes, I would. Could I? Yes, I could. But I just don't have the drive to go and do that, you know. But maybe, maybe I will. I don't know. But it's very enjoyable, as you say. When you retire. <laughs> But very, yeah, enjoyable very enjoyable all the time. It's very enjoyable uh, uh, doing the play. The play is brilliant when you do it. The, the buzz is incredible when you get this with reaction, especially here in the community centre. Uh, the the reaction with the audience is unbelievable. It, it, I can't wait for that. I can't wait to. There's a couple of scenes in it with the Neville and Kathleen team, which I cannot wait to do because it's a, it, there are scenes that interact with the audience. Because mm. he asked the audience a few things about his wife, and <clears throat> I can't wait to do that. I can't wait to try and milk that. You know, the 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 crappy bit is learning the lines. That's the hard part. That's the hard yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. I have about twenty five pages to learn, which I, I know them now. I think I know them. I'm being cocky now. I forget the whole. Lot <laughs> <laughs> I suppose you have to put a bit of time into that, though. Obviously, there is a skill in learning lines. Yeah, you know, there is a few techniques in doing it, and they work. Yeah, they work a hundred percent. You know, it, it's and it's a very easy little skill to learn the lines. You know, but then you have to practice and practice and practice, and then when you know them off by heart, that's when you can start acting properly and you know, yeah. the script down, and then the script becomes a crutch if you keep holding on to it. So. Put it down, then you can use your hands and you know exactly, yeah, for and expressions some. and stuff, you know, and 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 then I suppose my brother told me once my brother plays guitar with Dylan, and um, he told me once, okay, learn a song on the guitar, play it a hundred times, and after a hundred times you'll realise you don't know how to play it, right? And <laughs> uh, it's a bit like that in drama, you do it, you know, you do it a hundred times. And then all of a sudden you see something else and you feel something else. Even at this stage now, I'm, I'm going, oh God, I, I could do that a little bit better than that, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. don't do this or do do that, you know? And it's funny, the character of Neville and it, it has changed. He, uh, <clears throat> I, I, I was playing him a certain, a certain way for the past two years. And then Paul sort of just changed him a little bit in about three or four weeks ago. And uh, I hope the audience get it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have an opportunity if they come 
tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, yeah. uh, half past seven. Get here early uh, if you don't have a ticket, and there might be a seat available. There might be a few odd seats, especially on the, on the, the Tuesday and the Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday. Thursday night, you reckon, be completely But if it's Jammers, uh, please don't be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Well, another opportunity for them to go early the next time for the next play, which yeah. uh, I'm sure. Did COVID put you out, kind of, Philip, in, in many ways with that? Like, you know, the way you said that you, you, you write one kind of pre Christmas and then you're, you're, you're kind of yeah. doing the work afterwards and you put on the play have you gone last well, six months uh, or last uh, a year a or? brief rundown on what happened with Covid like oh, we think we all know Covid hit, hit there the end of February in 2020 and mm. early March or something there and we were just into the second term of the of the of the, the school course and uh, we had the play so all of a sudden we were doing it from Zoom which actually on the first night I said I'm not going to do this again because uh, all you could hear on the Zoom was <coughs> doors yeah, opening yeah. dogs barking and here going oh Jesus I'm not doing this anymore yeah you know and then someone said put that down said, Jesus yeah you know so we, we all got a hold of it and said look if you're not talking just mute yourself and all that so then it settled down and then I and then I found I found a different and I don't I think the rest of the cast as well found a different way to express yourself because you're looking at a little screen and you're not like you're sitting down and uh, I found myself get myself when my part was coming along I knew it was coming along I was warming myself up for the part and then when I then I had to say it and I put on my mic it was like I was into it and it just was a different it was different you know uh, so in one sense it taught us a little bit uh, doing stuff on zoom and then when we came back after all the Zoom went up, we were coming back all wearing masks and stuff. That was a bit weird as well. But mm. And we were actually going to throw our hat at the play. We were actually going to say, just leave this play and let it go. And we said, no, we put too much in. So we kept at it, kept at it. And then, say, last May, or May, just gone, <laughs> the whole cast got COVID and we had to cancel. Yeah, so, yeah which uh, is difficult, yeah. So hopefully now everything will go well tomorrow night. Yeah. Tomorrow. Well, we wish you all the best for it, thanks and thanks a lot for coming this. in to speak to us about it. And uh, I'm sure anyone going will have a, a good time. And look, just watch out for that inspector in the community centre. Okay. <laughs> <coughs> Come and join us at our retro cafe, open weekdays from ten until two here in the community centre. Come and check out our Karen's culinary delights. You're listening to Rick Radio's Community News Desk podcast. But joining me today is uh, Sarah Reedy, who's the manager here in uh, Ringsend Library. And uh, a fine building, Sarah, I, I must say, right in the heart of uh, Ringsend. And you're very welcome to the programme. Thank you, Nick. Thanks very much, Mick. Very, um, very happy to be here. The library here, as I said, it's, it's, it's very much a focal point in Ringsend. It's, it's, it is. You know, right on the, the torn or the bend of the road. <laughs> uh, it stands out. It's, it's a lovely it. building or whatever. And when was, it, when was it built? It was built in the 1930s by Dublin Corporation. Um, so it's been here a long time. Um, there, it's, it's been a part of the community since, since what's that? Uh, probably 90 years something like that hard so, to believe 90 years yeah we, we think back we forget we're in 2020 yeah. <laughs> or whatever but yeah and it, it kind of you know it's it really stands out kind of thing and it has yeah. to be a focal point within the oh, Ringsend Irish Town community yeah for kind of everything well. um, for 
kids coming in to do their homework in the afternoon after school. Um, it was, I know it was really missed by the local community during COVID because we couldn't be here as much as we would like to be. Now that um, we can, people can come in again. So people are in again, coming in to sit down and read the newspapers, uh, do the crosswords, just have a chat. Sometimes coming to the library for old people is the only social outlet they might get in a day or a week. Um, and I know people really miss that for that reason during COVID. Um, so um, we'll shortly be starting um, up our new toddler group as well, probably Tuesday mornings. Um, if people are interested in that, they can check our website or I'll have posters up in the branch if they're interested in bringing kids to a toddler group. Um, so yeah, it really is. I heard something um, a while ago that said a local library is basically like the living room of the community because it's where people come to sit and read the newspapers, have a chat, talk to their neighbour and see somebody they haven't seen in a while. So, yeah. and You never think of it that way, really. You know, no. you're going to think a library, oh, you go, you get a book. And, and you leave, you go, yeah. You leave, yeah. But, but it has expanded over the years. It and, has. And as you said, that social aspect of it is very, very important. Yes. In the community, I suppose, uh, uh, like in Ring's End. Yeah, no, and I don't think we realised quite how much it was like that until we couldn't come in. And like even things like we had Colin Collect and Browse and Borrow during COVID meant, meant basically Colin Collect, you could come to the door and collect your books that you'd reserved or Browse and Borrow, you could come in take a book off the shelf, return your books, borrow what you wanted and then leave. But there was like a 30 minute time limit on it. You couldn't sit down, you couldn't use the computers. You couldn't really stay to chat to anyone. That yeah, was, yeah. that was, and people really noticed that and people really missed it and we really missed it. Cause like we were missing the social interaction with people as well. Yeah, 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 so longer day, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no humans, we yeah. are human after Yeah, all. and the, the social thing, I think about it, was really missed because um, the e resources we have in the libraries are brilliant um, and they're great, and people really got interested in that. Tell so, us a little bit more of that. I, I noticed that in your website, the e resources, but yeah. what, what does that involve? What's, what's so involved? basically, there's a few things. So um, there's Barabox, which um, these are all free. If you're using any resources through Dublin City Libraries or through Libraries Ireland, um, everything is free. You just need a library card number and a PIN number. So a borrow box, you can get um, e-books so to your phone or your tablet. Um, you can read a book on your phone or your tablet. People really like that during COVID because it meant they could do it in lockdown. They didn't have to go anywhere. They could do it all on the computer. And it took them out on themselves and let them forget what was going on for, you know, the time they were reading. And then Barbox also has e-audiobooks. So you can, it's basically a free audiobook. And there's some really, really good ones. A lot of people said um, they'd get um, the audiobook on their phone when they were going for their daily walk within their 2K or their oh, 5K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was actually a woman yeah. said um, during lockdown when she was out for 5K, um, she found the audiobook so good that she ended up sitting on her front garden wall because she didn't want to turn it off because she just had to hear how the book ended. Um, so that was, yeah. And then Press Reader, it's basically free newspapers with your library card. So all the big titles, you know, I think they even have things like The Guardian and stuff, you know, in not just the Irish papers, but other papers from outside of Ireland. Um, and people really valued it and it was brilliant. 
but there was one thing missing from all of that it was the chatting to people people coming in oh how are you John you know how's it going all of this and I, I remember going back years ago to <coughs> a library and it was all cute and quiet yes uh, and that, shush but shh <laughs> and all that but obviously now you can have a little conversation yeah yeah try keep it a little bit quieter is that true or? that is true it used to be that um, you weren't allowed to talk and you're only allowed to borrow one book and you're only allowed to bring the one back to the one library you weren't allowed to bring anywhere else and that was the way it was but thankfully things have moved on and yeah you can come in and have a chat about whatever as I said for some people we might be the only people that person sees in a day or a week if they're living alone or whatever true Um. so yeah there is and Sometimes we do forget, <laughs> we do get a little bit over and I have to go, oh no, somebody's trying to study, so we do have to keep it, but yeah, we do try to try to strike the balance, do you know? Which is fantastic indeed, I have to say, you know, yeah. because it is, for as you said, for people, they, they, they mightn't get to talk to anyone, mm. they might be living alone, that's, yeah. well, and that's yeah. very, very important yeah. thing as well. Interested about the e-books and uh, yep. things have changed a bit, you know, definitely I would be a person that likes the old style yes. books, and I'm sure there's plenty like that as well, but I, I was fascinated as well, the fact that you can order a new book yes. that, that comes out, like mm. years ago, that didn't seem to be the case, but no. now you can order a new book, that, a new title that's out. Yeah. And you will get the library, will get it in for you. Yeah. Now, I would say that if you hear of a new book that's out, you read it in the paper or you hear it on Ryan Tuberty or whatever, let us know as soon as you want it. Because if you wait a week, by the time you come down here, there's probably a lot of people on the reserve list and you're at the bottom of a very long list and you just have to wait until all those people have returned it. But yes, uh, if you if there's a new book, you see it in the newspaper, you can ring us, you can come down, you can email us and say, can you get this book in for me? Um, <clears throat> and we can do that, no problem. If it's a really, really new book or it's been talked about but hasn't yet been published, there might be a little bit of a wait. But yeah, we can we can still definitely get it for you, no problem. Now, books and the resource as well, mm. they're just part of kind of a, a wider yeah. services that you have. What else do you have here as well? Um, well, the other thing, we'd, um, main thing we do would be events. So um, we'd do class visits for local schools. Um, we'd do um, just for children. So there's kind of things like class visits. We might do art and craft events for coming up to Halloween or Christmas. Um, there'd be uh, toddler groups um, that as I said earlier we'll be starting back with the toddler group again soon um, and then for adults we'd have things like um, local history talks um, you know some some libraries have things like um, sewing circles or book clubs for adults which I would probably get going here to get yeah. people in again to do all that sort of stuff and um, because you notice when there's nobody in the library you notice it's very like the the, the library comes into its own when there's people in there's people talking and they're sitting down having a chat all of that sort of stuff so i yeah it used to be just about books it's not anymore it's not yeah, about that yeah. anymore it's very much people in um having you know being sociable and um going to an event or a local history talk or yeah. 
Um, I have been at a talk here as well on the history. I think when we had the Bloomsday. Yes. That was one of yeah. The, the, the talks. Right that was here, yeah. That was the first talk we had. Very interesting. Yeah, it was very interesting. He was very good. Um, th- that day, that that talk. Um, but that was actually the first in-person event. I think. I think that was the first one we had since COVID. Yeah. And it was standing room only. <laughs> you couldn't get in. Yeah. You couldn't yeah. get in the door. It was standing room only. And I yeah. took pictures of it, and I was going, "Oh my god, yeah!" yeah. And, and it was, it was, it was so happy because, like, we didn't think we'd be able to get back to that at any stage. We didn't think we'd be able to crowd people in and have loads of people in for an event. We were going, "I don't know if we'd be able to do that ever again," and so it was so good to do that again. And talking about events, you have an event tonight as well. <laughs> we do in place. Uh, Dublin beginning of uh, association football which most of us know probably is soccer yes. football they call it depending on the person, yes. that's taking place at half six this evening it is half six this evening it's with um, Jared Farrell who wrote um, he's the editor and writer of uh, Bohemian Sporting Life and it's all part of Dublin um, Festival of History for 2022 and it'll kind of look about the story and the history of Irish soccer um, because Ring's End is the story of the beginnings of Irish soccer, which I'm actually really interested in hearing this talk because I wasn't aware of this really yeah. until I came. Sean McRoberts yeah, across I, the road yeah, I didn't. Formed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Until I came to work here, I didn't realise any of this. So it should be. It sounds like it'd be really interesting, and I'm really looking forward to it tonight. Um, and if people want to book. They can go onto our Eventbrite page, onto Dublin City's Eventbrite page for Dublin Festival of History, and they can book their tickets there. Brilliant, brilliant. But it's all free as well. Yeah. You don't. It's not. You're not paid for. It's free. And talking about the events, and as you said, Sarah, great to have them back again. Have you more in the pipeline? Um. So at the moment, um, the Dublin Festival of History event tonight is the only one. We do have, um. We're kind of coming into um, it's when the schools are back, so it would be um, a lot of teachers bringing kids in um, yeah. for class visits, and um, we have author visits. Uh, so basically, an author comes in and does a visit with the local schools, so we'll have a lot of schools coming in to do um, for an event with the kids um, and authors and stuff um, but other than that for in terms of adults we wouldn't because it's just it's that time of year where um, a lot of the stuff would be for kids so you'd have yeah, yeah. back to school and then you'd have Halloween so we'd probably have an art and crafts event for Halloween probably have an art and craft event for Christmas um, so that kind of so kind of Heritage Week Dublin Festival of History if um, somebody approaches me and says I want to do an event in this library um, they'd be kind of the, the, the events we'd have for adults um, now having said that I am hoping to get something maybe like an adult book club or a knitting group yeah. if yeah. people are interested but all these things like I'm quite happy to do it and we have the space to do it but it all depends on if I have the people who are who want to come in and do it. Yeah, so yeah. if any of your listeners are interested in doing something like that in Rings End Library, um, come in and talk to me and we can see about setting something up, uh, whatever it is. And I'm open to suggestions. If it's something I haven't mentioned, but you think uh, we could do here in the library, 
um, please come in and talk to us or email us at ringsendlibrary at dublincity.ie and um, I can like all suggestions welcome brilliant absolutely yeah. um, you have lots of facilities here as well yes. ser- service as well of course it's fully wheelchair accessible mm. as well for for, yeah. for people uh, you have Wi-Fi you have application forms is that general kind of application forms so we have for- well the first thing we have is we have um, public internet computers so if you want to if you need to use a computer you just need to have a library card um, we have a printer so you can print scan whatever you want to do um, you can do all of that and yeah we also have application forms for things like passports um, coming into this winter um I think there was there was a man in last week looking for the application form for the fuel allowance so we'll have things like that there um i, I know the, the budget that was announced last week um the, there was there might be things that people who weren't entitled to certain allowances might be entitled to them so if there's something like that that you need an application form for social welfare purposes um come in and talk to us because if we don't have if because some organizations like say department of health hsc mm. they don't make always make them available to us but if we can't get it for you we can direct you to the relevant people and we can tell you where to go to find it and uh, the one thing i'm afraid we don't have and people still ask us is we used to have the driving license forms we don't have them anymore because now you have to actually go in and fill out the form in the office and yeah. so I'm afraid yeah, yeah, the one yeah. thing we don't have is driving license forms, you but uh, but yeah. I can get pretty much everything else. That's yeah. fantastic indeed. Yeah. Um, I, I suppose for yourself working here, um, yeah. what's the most enjoyable part of working in a in a library? Um, the most enjoyable part I think is the people. I think yeah, because um, I kind of always knew I enjoyed that part of it, but um during lockdown and you had to stand two meters away with a mask and if, if it was outside it was even better i didn't like that at all Um, so being around people and um, colleagues local community and um, people coming in like this people who come in here every day and if they don't come in one day we go oh i wonder where such and such is because he hasn't been in today this is strange he hasn't come in to read the newspaper or whatever so that's the part i like about it um, you get to know people that's the part I love about it yeah and I, uh, years ago you had to have special skills as you to be a librarian or special um, exams to do is that still the same or um, for, for anyone who maybe perhaps would like to yeah. work in a library what what uh, advice would you give them um, my advice would be um, to contact now contact your local library authority so this is part of dublin city and um, we where we are but there's other three other library authorities in dublin and um, so there's fingal south dublin and dunleary so basically just contact the headquarters of your local library service and apply you don't need a qualification or to do exams in order to get a job in the library basically you need to go through an application process you do an interview and if you're successful at the interview you'll have a job so you don't yeah. need qualification or special exams to get a job in a library. Um, so um, I think because the training now is so good that it, and it's kind of almost accessible to everyone, you know? So, yeah. um, and I think that's what makes library so good is that it used to be, 
when you walked into a library years ago, you know, it used to be quite a stuffy place. And I've heard, yeah, <laughs> and I've heard that, you know, people were afraid to ask the librarian a question because, you know, they were quite stuffy and not terribly friendly. Um, but I think that's changed. And I think that's changed because you don't have to be, you know, a college graduate or have, you know, whatever qualification. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, I think that's, that's good. Um, so the answer is you don't need to qualify. You just need to apply. Um, and... Um, if there's a competition comes up and you apply for it, you'll do an interview, and if you're successful, you'll be sent to work in the library. Yes, yeah. yeah. Your opening times here are. are yeah, so our opening times, does, people still think we have reduced hours that we had during COVID. We don't. We've gone back to the hours we had before COVID, which is absolutely brilliant. So our opening times now are Mondays and Wednesdays, 12.45 to 4, and 4.45 to 8 p.m. And then Tuesdays, Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays, it's 10am to 1pm and 2pm to 5pm. Uh, we close Sundays and we close the Saturdays of bank holidays. Saturdays and Mondays of bank holidays. But um, every other day we're open the full hours that you would have known in 2019. We're here. Fabulous. Yeah. I'm sure it's great to be back. It is brilliant to be back. <laughs> we're delighted. Sarah, thanks very much uh, for joining us on the programme today. And thanks we very wish much, uh, Rings End Library and all the libraries uh, every success. Thanks very much. The future. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. Thanks, William. Thank Hello, you. Okay. Yeah. Brilliant. Lovely stuff. Thanks a lot. That's all for the community news desk this week. My thanks to our guests Sarah Reedy from Ringsend Library and Philip Murphy from Morris Edge Drama Group. As always, big thanks to Dylan and Zalan on sound and editing. From me, Mick Handley, Sloan, and have a great week. Music